0: They believe that an abundant
1: life is sustained by overcoming your fears through creating a circle that elevates you
0: and rises with you. Your blissful journey begins now. Welcome back, everybody. Guess what we're doing. I know. We're going to do the second part. Part two. Yes, we had a caller that called in. And she was talking about how she would, you know, get certain anxieties whenever, you know, somebody, this particular friend would call and reached out to us and was asking how to navigate around that. So the first episode, we talked about what to look for in a friend and all of those traits that add value to your life. And so if you want to refer to that episode, if you- yeah,
1: we definitely, we definitely want you to listen to that because we want to paint the picture of what excellent top-notch relationship looks like, because that's what we want you to aspire to. We want everyone to aspire to have a circle of savers. And so you'll want to listen to that especially because it's it might be slightly more uplifting than what we're about yes. to discuss today. And, and SAVER
0: Savers, st- right? Who? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. This has to be talked about though. Saver stands for supports you, is aligned with you, adds value to your life, elevates you, and they are rising themselves. So, that's the episode that we just finished and now we wanted to take our time to kind of go through what we call drainers. Right. So this would be the
1: opposite of a saver, but it's important as we talk about what each of the letters mean, we're not saying that somebody has all of these things, but there could be some of these elements that you find in some of your friendships and also the awareness of things that you should be managing yourself as well. Right. right nobody's perfect these are things that can come up and we just want to talk through them
0: yeah so as we're as we're talking about these different traits we would love for you to do first of all some self-reflection to see if maybe you're showing up in any way like this to your friendships and then also you could even kind of make a note if there's a certain person in your life and you're wondering where they should be in your life, how close you should keep them. You might look and, and just kind of jot down and kind of look at what percentage of each one of these traits they are. That's great. Great advice. So let's
1: dive right in. D is discriminate. R is resentful. A is anxiety. I is inconsiderate. N is negative, E is exhausting, and R is resistant to change.
0: Yes, yes. okay. I feel drained after just
1: reading that. Oh, okay, yeah. take a breath.
0: Yeah. Right? <laughs> so when we're talking about discriminate, discriminate, we're talking about judgment. When a friend has judgment on you, it just pushes you away. You don't want to be close to somebody who's judging you.
1: I think what happens when you have judgment is it shuts you down. Somebody is usually coming to you with something vulnerable, something that's on their heart. They're expecting you to listen. And when you're judged, it makes you now want to be closed, not open up. And the likelihood of you wanting to share your deepest, darkest moment is not going to happen. Yeah,
0: it's not going to happen. I always like to use personal examples and I will be honest and open and authentic and let you know that I have really sucked in this area in friendships and it has been a painful learning process. And it's also been the core to Desiree and I's relationship. When I first met Desiree, we just happened to be going through some challenges. And I realized that as we were processing these things with each other, instead of her telling me, you just need to do this, or you know, coming and having answers for me, instead of judging the situation and having her come to me with advice as telling me what to do, we would come to each other and we would say, okay, let's talk about this for a minute. What is that? What does that look like? Where do you want to be with this relationship? You know, do you think this person's heart was really like that? Have they done that before and just kind of guided questions to help the person come to their own conclusion instead of like a lot of girlfriends do, they think that when a friend comes to them, and they're venting that they they need to tell them what to do. They place a judgment on it and give their opinion in that way. And it, it pushes people away. Exactly. So not good. No, not good. No bueno. Nope. The next thing is resentful. And that shows up in the way of being jealous or... Also, they can be resentful and hold on to past bad experiences that you've had with each other, not forgiving. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to jealousy, what what does that make you feel like when you have something excited that you want to tell a friend and and you can feel that there's...
1: I think it does something similar as judgment where you're not fully forthcoming. You hold back. You don't want to share all the details because you don't want that feeling of jealousy which is the opposite of support you know the difference is if you came to a friend that was a saver they would share in your excitement and sometimes the thing with resentment it you have to remember that people that have this kind of behavior and they hold on to things are having a selfish mentality in that moment they might be thinking about something that's not going right for them and so it doesn't create the space for them to be happy about something that's going well for you so it's not don't take it personally because it's not you know it's just a projection of what their own feelings are that are manifesting itself in a not so great way back to you
0: yes and also, this is very evident in social media, right? You see people putting things out on social media and it, and you can, you know, you can feel people being jealous or be jealous yourself. Like I said, you know, in the beginning, you know, kind of take a reflection and, and think about these things as far as like, how are you feeling? Are you happy that your friend is doing great things and going great places and has a great relationship or are you coming coming across as being jealous or being jealous because if you do they'll sense it right we're women we can feel it that six, look that you get the mm, sixth sense mm. oh really but should you really be spending that kind of money oh uh, that's the worst uh, yeah bleh. you know I don't know you 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 were just complaining last week that you didn't have enough money for this. And now you're doing that. You know, it's like, mm. I'm not asking you to pay my bills. You shouldn't be judging. You know? Right. <laughs> Calm down. Now, if they are paying your bills, then they may have something to say. <laughs> pay uh, your own bills. Right.
1: <laughs> okay. So then A is anxiety. And our caller talked about this. this. Mm -hmm. So when they have their friend and it's interesting situation, you've got a friend who you've known for years, you grew up with them, your kids hang out together. So there's history there. It's not like you just met this person yesterday. But when you have this ongoing feeling of anxiety, it's provoked probably from the behaviors that we just discussed. And you'll notice that there's a connection between all of these. These are not things that just stand on their own, they're usually interconnected, interrelated. But it's, yeah, it's that feeling of you, before you even pick up the phone, you're already thinking about how you can hang up the phone. Yes. You oh, can't answer you know, that
0: right now. Oh, no. Yeah.
1: You're you're figuring out a way to mm-hmm. get out of it, okay? Oh, I gotta go. All my kids are, you know, you're right. I gotta do this with them. Or <laughs> oh, the dinner's on the stove and it's burning. I mean, you know, it's it's one of those situations, and so it's it's a feeling, right? That 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 comes about.
0: And I, you know, I use this as a gauge. Coming from a mom that has a lot of kids, I was always really sensitive and never wanted to go over to somebody's house and have them feel like, oh, thank God they're gone. You know. <laughs> So, so I always would think about that and I would be sensitive to that. Like, do you think that you might be giving somebody anxiety when they see your phone call? That's right. And it might be because of the next letter that we're going to talk about, which is I inconsiderate doesn't respect your time and priorities. It's all about me, me, me,
1: right? That's what a person who is inconsiderate is. They're not checking in to make sure that things are working with your schedule or it's it's all about what works for them. And they expect unreasonable things like you answering your phone in the middle of the day when you're at work
0: and then misinterpreting that like you don't pay attention to me or why didn't you answer? Or that friend that you say, I got to get off the phone and they go, Oh yeah. Okay. And another thing. And they keep you on the phone and it is a half an hour. I know you said you had to go, but it's a half an hour later. That's, you know, not respecting their time. Another way that this, this, um, comes into play with, with friendships is when you, let's say there's a scenario, you invite somebody to go somewhere and they have said, yeah, I can go with you. And then something else comes up. And that something else is kind of important, like their kids play or their husband's work function or something, or an opportunity for them to make money and they have to work. Do you make them feel bad and act like, you know, they should be, you committed to me. It's all about me. That would be another way that you would, I would consider inconsiderate, right? Be, you know, be easygoing about there's inflexibility yes inflexibility a person who
1: is a saver would take the high road and have grace in those unexpected situations and say you know what things come up this is really important your husband's work dinner your daughter's play
0: let's reschedule I get it I get it and you know what I know you love me and if you could be here you would be here and honestly for me If they don't want to be there, I don't want them there. Right. (laughs) And and that's no, you know, not to be sassy or anything, but it's like, no, no, I don't want you, you know, if you're going to be there against your will when you're supposed to be at your daughter's thing and you're going to feel all guilt ridden. No. Why would you want them to do that? Exactly. And if those friends are making you feel that way, they might be drainers. Yikes. Bad attitude. Just a bad attitude. No bueno. No bueno. Well, and and the thing
1: is that with a a negative person, bad things can happen. So we're not saying that every time, you know, you have to be positive princess all day long because things can happen that frustrate you. But when a person stays in the space and that's all they carry with them is come and it shows up in the form of things like complaining, you know, in a constant state of venting. Not just for a moment, but all day long. You know, the person that's like, and I caught all the red lights, and my boss is a (laughs) b-word, and my kids are a disaster, and my husband's. Yeah, I mean, it's just on and and on and on. Of course, this
0: happens to me because well, and of course, I wasn't able to do this. You know, or how about the same problem over and over and over and over again, like they're stuck on repeat. It's like, okay, how many times are we going to talk about this? Same thing. I mean, either do something about it. I mean, you know, there gets to be to where you're like, "Oh, I don't want to listen to this again." Right. There's no there's no progress. It's a lot of rumination mm-hmm. and it's which is the opposite of like at the end of savers we talk about elevating and rising. Rising. Right. Yeah. Like like yeah. okay, let's check.
1: And so, you know, as a result of the negativity, it then makes you feel what? Exhausted. exhausted that's what the e is exhausting so it's that energy sucking it's that feeling like you know everything is going well and you talk to this person and they take you right down into the the dumps
0: yeah how does that make you feel afterwards do they
1: that's you a feel great, drained. drained
0: exactly i was like oh, Ugh, oh i need gosh. a shower after that right that was exhausting you need
1: a coffee a shower? Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> no. And then the last letter would be R for resistant to change. You know, we're going to go through seasons where you could be negative, And you, they can go through seasons where, you know, they're, you know, maybe jealous because they've got stuff going on, you know, in their own lives. Um, but if they're not growing and they're not resistant to change, And wanting to hold on to past bad experiences and harbor resentment and being resistant to change, then that's also a part of a draining relationship. It's not something that um, catapults you.
1: Well, it also takes maturity and vulnerability to be willing to change. You have to be in a space of listening with an open heart to the option of trying something different and new, being willing to hear feedback that's constructive and that's difficult for a lot of yes. people yeah. is to hear yep trying something different because what you're doing isn't working uh, yeah yeah uh,
0: people are I think I think human nature is res- resistant to change yeah it's it's hard to embrace that So as you're looking at all of these things, and you're evaluating it. And you're saying, I don't know, what should I do with this friend? Mm-hmm. Some recommendations that that I would make is, for me, when, when I have somebody that are all of those traits, maybe not all of the traits, but a lot of the traits, but there is still some value that you're getting in the relationship, you can choose to limit the time that you spend with them. Mm-hmm. You can choose to maybe dilute them by putting them in atmospheres and inviting them to be around you when there's other people around, not so much one-on-one. Because I noticed that the people that that I struggled with in my past that had those traits, it was definitely more impacting when it was just one-on-one. But if I had them in a group situation, they could still spend time with me and we could still be together and they wouldn't be negative it would be diluted and they have a whole different attitude
1: well and hopefully they're sharing the floor with other people because it's that's the etiquette right thing to do right is to allow space for others to share and talk and connect and so
0: that maybe subdues right all of that Mm -hmm. which is good desiree and i just finished a book uh life code by dr phil how to, you know, protect your people from like extreme drainers would be. This is like drainers 2.0 or like 10.0. This is, oh,
1: yeah. So it's a hard book to listen to. It was good.
0: It was really good. Well, because. But it, it was
1: like, oh, my gosh. Dr. Phil talks about baiters and baiters stands for backstabbers, abusers, imposters, takers, exploiters, and reckless people. So this is, like we said, it's pretty extreme, but the point that he's making is that there's people in your life sometimes that show up with an ulterior motive. Mm. Uh, You know, unfortunately they are just, they come from a background where they're used to using other people and manipulating them and getting what they want and, whatever. And so you have to be more careful in those situations and not be as trusting. I think his point is about trust. And he's also talking about it in the context of protecting your um, success and also your family. You know, if you have kids and this type of thing, you don't want those kinds of people to be deceitful. And then it affect those that you love in a bad way.
0: He had some, some great advice about, you know, especially a mom that's a single mom, you know, you have to, you have to know the signs of things when you are letting, you know, men into your life that are going to be around your kids. And I mean, there's, there's predators out there and women that are single women with relationships are very vulnerable to that, right? So, you know, being proactive about that, knowing that, um, when we're talking about, you know, a friend that you're having some challenges with, or, you know, it's just giving you some anxiety is one thing, but if there's people in your lives that are backstampers and they're being deceitful or imposters and they're, you know, they're posing as somebody, and then you find out that there's somebody else takers that, you know, just just all they're doing is taking from you money wise, time right. wise, mm-hmm. you know, the things that you have and and not giving back and adding value to your life. Exploiters that, you know, they see that they have, you have a, get a weakness. Oh, you were telling us, we were talking about yeah. um, that documentary that you watched. I did. With- so
1: I watched this documentary. It's new. I finished it a couple days ago. It's called, it's with Kevin Hart. And he does a documentary on his life and it's called don't F this, don't F this up. And he gets really personal about the mistakes that he's made and his rise to fame and all the great things about it and all the challenging things about it. One of the things that he has that has kept him grounded is his circle of friends. They're called the plastic cup boys. And I'm sure there's some special story behind that, that, you know, the point is that they've, they've been around for quite a long time. And when any of them are being knuckleheads, they get down to real business talk and it is like, Hey, you're, you're being an idiot. So let's, let's get it together. But, um, he had a challenging time in his life. He had an indiscretion. I mean, he's open about it and talked about it, you know, time when he cheated on his wife and, uh, one of the people in his circle exploited that. And, uh, wanted to get money for that,
0: um, a
1: big chunk of money. And, you know, it's, it's all in the documentary. So I won't go into the whole thing, but the point is, you know, here's a person that's been in your life for 15 years that you trust. They've seen you through your growth, your success, and you're thinking you're there for me. I could tell you if I made a mistake and, you know, whatever's going on in my life. And then when they use that against you, I
0: can't even imagine,
1: you know, Oh, that's, That's it's a well, it's heartbreaking. And then it it makes you question trust. And, and, and I, I mean, I understand, I think through the years, even for me, why they say, keep your circle small and tight. And I know that it's not when I was really young, especially being a teenager or in your 20s, even it's all everyone's a friend. Right. friend, friend, friend. Right. I've got you so many friends in yeah, no, no, no. high school or you know, whatever.
0: And then you, and it's just by chance, right? Mm-hmm. You're in the same youth group together. So your friends, or you sat next to each other and you're this class. So your friends, it's not like, you know, you're looking for traits, you, you know, right. early on, right? Exactly. And then as we get older, you start realizing what is a valuable, good friend. Quality over quantity. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. i mean, I tell you what, it's better
1: to have a small circle that you can count on the person you can call in the middle of the night mm-hmm. with your big emergency that's going to be there for you. than just, you know, you're taking a 50, 50 chance here. Yeah. <laughs> telling your, your deepest, darkest secrets and such. So it's just, it's something to be aware of. And one of the things that I would say is think about your relationships like reciprocity, you know are you getting as much as you're giving and i'm not saying oh you know you all you always pay and you don't like that i mean it's i'm i'm saying look at the whole picture if you're constantly the one that's calling you're constantly the one that's listening you're the one that's giving you're the one that's offering you're the one that's helping and you're not getting anything in return you're not getting asked how you're doing you're not being offered a hey let's schedule time to hang out i mean you know when there's a a strong imbalance
0: that it feels off and it doesn't feel reciprocal right and sometimes sometimes i think that we could be so focused on negative that we don't realize how much positive there is mm-hmm. so another way that you could gauge this is journaling Does is a big journaler. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, because you can then say, well, there's, so there's two things. I think it's important to communicate. If you're having a challenge, like with this example from our listener, uh, and it's something that you have a relationship with that person. So hopefully you're comfortable to approach them, right? I took this training and I recommend it to people because there's a book about it called Crucial Conversations. And there's a saying that you can approach a conversation by thinking about CPR when there's high emotions or opposing opinions, and it's just a strong, you know, feeling situation. um, You can either use the context of the situation, which is C, the P, which is pattern or relationship, which is the R. And you can say to your friend, you know, we have such a close relationship. We've known each other for 15 years and I love you with all my heart, but I've noticed that, that you want to exploit me <laughs> and you want money. No. <laughs> All right. I've noticed that you're a backstabber. <laughs> um, and I've noticed that you've been really negative the last couple of weeks. You know, here's a couple of times when you've said this and I couldn't even get a word in. You didn't even ask me how I was doing. Um, I'm not sure, you know, what, what's going on, but I just wanted to bring it up because it's kind of bringing me down. Right. And I don't want us to have that kind of friendship. And you can be honest, you know, and then you'll see where it goes. But part of it is being able to communicate. Now, if you have done that and there's no change, then that says something. But the journaling part is like maybe someone is making a change. You've brought it up. And you're saying, Hey, I've shared this with you and either you're sort of monitoring it and it's getting better. So then you can give praise for, Hey, we've had that conversation. I really appreciate that you took that feedback and vice versa. Please tell me if there's anything that I
0: could work on. So a couple of tools that I like to use before starting a conversation like this, because these are high emotions, like you said, Mm -hmm. right? So if you can get your emotions in check and going in, a lot of people have a hard time with conversations, but there are effective ways to communicate, right? So, so if you are feeling anxious about having to talk to a friend about these things before saying it and, and before using CPR, if you say the, the feeling that is like the worst outcome that you're concerned that would happen, for instance, I want to tell you this, but I'm afraid that you are going to get angry or I want to tell you this, but I'm afraid that you are going to judge me. And you say that out loud, the person's reaction will be, oh, I'm not going to judge. Oh, no, I'm not going to this, you know, and, and so giving, telling them that before going into it sets you up for already having a better chance of having their heart kind of come, you know, come into place and be prepared for it. You start with vulnerability on mm-hmm. your end mm-hmm. to say this is what I'm feeling. Yes.
1: But I feel convicted and compelled to share this with you. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hold on to
0: it. Right. That's good. Yeah. I love that. Campus Family Vineyards is the perfect venue for your next business event. Million dollar ideas are inspired by great conversations and great conversations are inspired in beautiful atmospheres. This boutique vineyard has a beautiful atmosphere and it can accommodate a small board meeting or a 500 person team building event. It's tucked away in Byron, California that's convenient for any business located from San Francisco to Silicon Valley. It's a great getaway without going away. Go online and visit our site, CamposFamilyVineyards.com or call 925-308-7963 to book your business event today. The other thing that you said about, um, crucial conversations and and coming in and, and talking to them about it is a lot of times I like to come out and say, have I done something to offend you? Is that why you're being jealous or by your, you know what I mean? Or, you know, is there something that I'm doing? And then that way, it gives you a chance cuz sometimes they might be reacting to these things because of something that you're doing mm-hmm. and by asking that by journaling it and 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 looking and taking note of all the positive things that they're doing and the negative things they're doing. If you don't pay attention to the positive things that they're doing and you only come to them with the negative things that they're doing, first thing they're going to do when they when they when you come up and you say you're always talking about yourself. They'll say, "How about the 45 minutes that we were on the phone talking about you the day before yesterday?" Oh, I forgot about that. You know what I mean? (laughs) So if you journal that, that can kind of help you a little bit to guide that as well to see, you know, are they really, okay, what are the good things that they're doing? Or you can come up to them and you can say, I want to talk to you about something, but I'm having anxieties about it because I am concerned that you are going to get upset and I hope that I haven't done anything that has, you know, and if I have done anything that has, you know, made you react this way, please, I want to know. I do realize, because you've journaled, you know, on on Tuesday, you, you know, you brought me bagels. That was super, super sweet. I really appreciate this. On such and such date, you did da 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 da, da And I want to recognize that. But I'm really struggling with your constant negativity. And it's just been really hard for me Blah, blah, blah.
1: Right. And that, and that's the beauty of journaling is because you can kind of get those emotions out. So by the time you're ready to communicate, you're doing it in a thoughtful, respectful manner. And it's not just coming out like word vomit. And right. You know, right. It's... Because that's, it's a sensitive, it's a sensitive conversation. And that's, that's the point of why our caller is wanting some assistance
0: mm-hmm. here, because there's a valuable relationship that you probably don't want to lose. Right. Desiree really helps me with this and in going into, into when I, <laughs> when I activate that relationship, the, the time that I struggle the most with this is with my kids. <laughs> I'm sure my kids would be listening to it going, oh, yeah, well, you never do that with me. I, I'll openly admit that for whatever reason, when it comes to my kids, I, I struggle with it. And it's just it, it is it's just harder for me to do. I'm not going to give up. And I'm going to continue to do that. But if I were to come to Desiree with something first and talk to her about it, not just to be negative, but just to kind of work through some of this so that she could cut the edge off of my emotion by going, okay, Gina Marie, take a deep breath. Okay. Now, hold on. What do you want the outcome to be? Okay you know, and just kind of, she turns my head towards home. Um, and, and that takes the edge off the emotion. I can come in with my CPR. I can come in with my tools and, you know, and say, okay, this is what I'm worried about. I'm going to say that first. I can come in with what I want. I need to own first, or please let me know. And then it can just be such a beautiful thing.
1: Because The thing is, is that We sometimes have, so so I can empathize with that. I I think with people that are so close to us and we love so much, you have a little bit less patience, right? So sometimes it could be your boyfriend, your husband, your girlfriend, your fiance, whatever, you know, or your kids, your parents, that it doesn't come across quite right. So there's this cool thing that you can do. And I was like, seriously, that? And it kind of works. It's the uh, Mel Robbins has this five second rule, you know, and you just... Five, four, three, two, one. Okay. And then you can have the conversation or, you know, you just take a breath. And she has a book about it. She talks about the five-second rule. And when we're in a state of high emotions, you're not thinking fully clearly so you need to take a purposeful pause and sometimes that few seconds to collect your thoughts and figure out your approach before you just let the words come out of your mouth is the thing you might need to do just to make sure you right. don't come
0: off wrong right yeah I had um <laughs> I need to I need to like write five four three two one on all of my <sighs> mirrors and windows in my car and <laughs> Like so I can remember I had a um, I, I got a Facebook uh, message from somebody today that said we just became Facebook friends and they said, thank you for accepting my friendship request. I was looking at your post that you put on December 11th and it said I was talking about how um, I had asked. Uh, Cece, my youngest, what is your biggest regret? It was a bunch of cards. We were going through at dinner one night and she said, my biggest regret was not being more kind, not being nicer to my dad. And um, for those of you that don't know, my my husband passed away a couple of years ago and that's, that's my regret too. Mm-hmm. I have... I have a a new man in my life. I adore him. He he says I live by no regrets. I kinda disagree with that. I think regrets are good because you don't continue to make mistakes. And I think I think regrets humble you. Mm-hmm. And I do regret not being nicer to him. And so, so this man wrote, you know, it was very inspiring. He said, I had a great relationship with my parents and I wish I would have been nicer. And I thought, to, so I, here's me come back from the gym. It's five o'clock in the morning. I get this or five 30. I get this, um, uh, this message that comes up on Facebook and I'm like, I'm going to be nice today. I'm going to be nice. That worked until my first conversation with one of my children, no. <laughs> asking them to do something. I'm like, <laughs> you know, and I and I go in there and I'm like, I'm already get, I'm getting anxiety, right? So I I have an easy time practicing these t- tools with my friends. I, you know, this is great tools to, to do with my kids too. I need to go five, four, three, two, one. You know, already I'm thinking they're gonna give me pushback. You know, and I did it, and then there was pushback, and then. You know, I want to be, I want to be this loving mom that just exudes love and God's grace and forgiveness and, you know, and then I'm like, not that not all the time. (laughs) You know,
1: we, we're all, well, and so that's the thing here is that we're all working through these things. I think the important part is self-awareness, recognizing where you need work and then feeling the confidence and that's what we want to inspire our listener to do is have the confidence to have honest conversations so you can evaluate your friendships in a meaningful way and also be a be the best friend that you can be, right? So it was great. I, I saw this article, it was in O magazine, and it's called The Six Signs You and Your Best Friend Are Meant to Be. One, you're real and honest with each other. Two, you argue in a healthy way. Three, you have other friends. Four, you trust each other. Five, you respect each other's boundaries. And six, you put in the time and effort. I'm like, oh.
0: Wow, yeah. That seems, they're not, it's not like rocket science. No. I didn't read any of those. As as I'm thinking about all of those, Mm -hmm. I'm thinking that's like the perfect romantic relationship as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. That's a, that's a a really, really good thing. Yeah.
1: But that's, you know, and again, it's about achieving that balance of honesty, communication, respect, and equal effort. Yes. It's not going to work when it's 90-10. Right. Just not. You're going to, you're going to get exhausted and you're going to, you know, probably subconsciously pull away just because it's too much work. Right.
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, I need a, I need a break. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this so hard? Relationships are tough. They it really is. are. Well, I love,
1: you know, when we talk about savers, we talk about friendship, it's about making sure that you do have have a healthy group of people. And, and I mean, and this applies to what you just said, too, in a romantic relationship. People should never find all their answers and all their needs from one person. Mm -hmm. That's so dangerous to think that your girlfriend or your husband or your best friend is the only person on the planet earth that you can, that solves all the problems and and you lean on for absolutely 100% of everything. Are there probably just those two or three people that you would go to everything for? Sure. But the point of having great coworkers and awesome family members and a circle of friends is that you get that balance. You know, there's people that can relate to you in different ways that you can talk about certain things with more than others. And that's okay. That's what makes it healthy, is not putting all your eggs in a basket where you're putting... And they all
0: have something different that they could bring to the table. Right. You know? I need to be surrounded by people who know how to spell really well. Well, you know. (laughs) And then... That's a credential because I cannot. Oh. And I have all of these beautiful, brilliant women that surround me, thank God. Y'all make me look so good.
1: And then there's, (laughs) you know, people I need around me that know about color palettes
0: and (laughs) and themes for parties and we all just kind of you know put together a whole person right right see des and i are right brain and left brain yeah one of us is right brain one of us is left brain i'm the creative one and she's the brilliant one and so together we're a full brain it's a thing and it works really 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 well it works very well Yes, I love this. Well, this has been a good episode.
1: This has been fantastic. So we, you know, we hope for our listener that this gives you a good plethora of what great looks like what challenging looks like and some tools in your toolbox that can help you approach the situation in the best most productive way
0: so if you heard anything of any value in this podcast that somebody that you know could relate to we would ask for you to share this with them today share it with a couple of your friends please do and And, yes rate and review rate and review and subscribe. subscribe if you haven't we subscribed. would love for you to subscribe please do so that. that we can be in your queue and develop right. that circle with you
1: all those things so but yeah. before we go we want to make sure that we do our gratitude attitude yes so jean
0: marie what are you grateful for today so today I am grateful for being able to go to the grocery store without having to worry about not having enough money for food for my kids because there was a day back when you didn't have apps on your phone where you could check to see the balance of your checking account and there were times when I would try to count all of the items in my mind as I got up to the register and how much how much money I had in there. Of course, because I never would bring a calculator with me. But we, <laughs> that might have made things a little easier. Although then there's be those surprises where something comes out of your checking account. And then you get up to the Well, and then you also have kids that put surprises in your basket. You're like, <laughs> where did this toy come? What the come? heck? Seriously? Yeah. This
1: unicorn, this pair of pants, a hoodie. No. No. It is not shopping day for me. Okay, I'm
0: going to blame it on that. No, usually I was was shopping by myself because that was the only time I could get away by myself. It was a treat. And it was such a horrible feeling. It was such a feeling of anxiety, um, going up, wondering, and embarrassment when you had to put things away. And I was just so thankful that I'm at a place to where I can do something so simple like that. I'm, I'm thankful that that has happened in my life because it makes me grateful hmm. for that. You know, if I if I never had that before, I would just take you know, take it for granted that I could, you know, no I could doubt. do that. I'm very, very, very thankful for God's provision in our lives. No doubt. Everything that I have.
1: Listen. There is coupons are awesome. Mm-hmm. Use those things and there's two apps I'm going to give you all some little education. Oh, that's right. Okay. There's two fun for debts, right? I like, I like this is a little game that she does. About money and investment and savings and all that kind of stuff. We'll do a different episode on that. But there's an app called Ibotta, I-B-O-T-T-A. I think that's how you spell it. And, uh,
0: you just brilliant name, right? That's a brilliant name. And so
1: you, uh, go to the store that you're in Safeway, Walmart, Target, and you pull it up, It'll have all these different items that you can buy that are on the list of things to purchase. It could be cereal to yogurt to whatever. And if you choose that product, you scan it, there's that's why it's an app you scan it on your phone then you scan your receipt at the end of your purchases and it gives you money back for all the items that
0: you scanned it puts like a little it puts money in like a little account for you exactly and then you can just put that into your checking account later that's exactly right
1: so then you know uh, maybe in one store visit you got six bucks back but think about that over time you know six bucks here seven bucks there that's, that's, cool. you know, a hundred bucks later, you, that's free Starbucks and breakfasts. And Ooh. then you could go buy your kid the unicorn yes. and the hoodie and the things yes. just saying, then there's receipt hog where you take a picture of your receipts and it does something similar. So just saying, Oh, find the things so you can get the things. There you go. All right. We love that. We love tips. My gratitude attitude today is for my nieces. So I have uh, 10 and 12-year-old nieces, Jackie and Jasmine, and they've just taught me so much about remembering to dream and you forget that you lost in the shuffle and the sauce and you're so busy and you're doing 52 things at once and you're not being present and kids just have a way of reminding you to be present and enjoy what's going on you know we watched football game the other night and the 49ers won and I was having such anxiety at the end because it was such every game oh my gosh seriously, I'm going to need blood pressure medication. It's every game. It's always down to the last two minutes and it kills me. So, you know, they're they're like, oh, it's okay. Okay, don't look at the TV. Okay, we should turn on some music. Okay, let's do something. You know, I mean, they're supporting me in my anxiety and we play games and bake cookies and and just do things that remind you of the importance of family. And so I just give so much credit to um, my sister, my brother-in-law for raising great kids and helping them to understand the value of family because they certainly remind me all the time of how important it is and not to forget to uh, take a pause and enjoy those moments because that's what matters.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you again for sharing this episode, for rating, reviewing, and subscribing to our Bliss Beyond Fear podcast. This is the conclusion of this episode. And with that, may your faith be greater than your fears. And remember that you are your only
1: limit. So take action today. Thanks for listening to the Bliss Beyond
0: Fear podcast.